murder it was going on in the UK in certain areas. There was fire coming out of the manholes. There was just all kinds of warfare. Certain Marines were discovering was what you kind of described earlier. What I'm talking about is hybrid people. Definitely with Ukraine producing. And nothing's changed since World War II. Same mentality, just different places. In the end, there was something to it. McCarthy was worried about a development that would only come to fruition decades and decades later because it's upon us now. Because it's upon us. Welcome, everybody, to Real Deal Mania's number one late-night show, World at War. I am your World at War late-night host, Dean Ryan. It is great to be back in the captain's cockpit. Yes, indeed, it is. Uh, everyone had a uh, festive uh, holiday, Easter, whatever you celebrate. Uh, hope everybody had a safe weekend with their loved ones, uh, because now we have to uh, prepare to go back to the office, don't we? for another uh, part of this slippery sliding pandemic war, which is called the sleeper cells that have been activated, but uh, which is all in part of uh, what tonight's episode is called Disarming America. Disarming America, that's right. Uh, I could make a case the Western world, but anyways, we have a lot to uh, get to tonight. We have a lot about, uh, yes, another mass shooting, manufactured, contrived, a zonked-out uh, saboteur sent by the deep state, well, the intelligence agencies who are uh, just striving to stay alive and relevant. That's right. They know their role is getting a little uh, frostbite and long in the tooth. So we have a, a lot to get to with that coming out of Kentucky, plus the wild storm, the political wild storm that has now been placed on Tennessee. We got a, a, I'm going to dissect Tennessee as it has been specific states in the U.S. that are being targeted in this new wave of what we have uh, coined trans-Tifa. Yeah, don't you think uh, they're all connected? Well, if you do, then you're absolutely correct. So we're going to be getting into the political uh, just hurricane that uh, seems to be placed upon Tennessee, plus the Trump uh, factor, and uh, Elton Barr is opening his big, big fat trap. I have a, a little clip to show you about that. Also, we have some major news going on in the China and Taiwan debacle and the buildup to that World War uh, Three scenario. Uh, if that's indeed the case, uh, we're going to get into the World War Three here tonight, but also some uh, major breaking announcements to make about Australia, which is very telling. So we'll have to dissect uh, that in the second half for the Real Deal International. Plus, I'm sure you heard about this already. Uh, tongue Gate, they're calling it, the Tibetan Tongue Gate. Uh, that's right. The Dalai Lama is in the hot seat. 
And uh, he's getting a licking from uh, just everybody who is uh, pretty much ill-willed out there in the hierarchy of the religious sectors. Or is it? Uh, I have a video that's going to uh, make your eyeballs fall out and make you question uh, just, well, what about the spiritual world? Aren't they as corrupt as the, uh, quote, religious world uh, question? So that's very interesting. And some other surprises towards the second half of tonight. Okay, tonight we are broadcasting live on the one and only Rumble as we support all the content creators, producers, and hosts over there at Rumble in their efforts to fight this war, this pandemic info war, information war, which indeed it is. So uh, we are on Rumble Live. Also, we are live on RealTailMedia.tv, which is rebroadcasting our Rumble efforts. Okay, so let's get started, shall we? A little memo from, that's right, me, yours truly. Oh, yes, there I am. Well, here's the real deal memo. As uh, Now we're getting our engine started as the Monday and the uh, moan days begin. Well, so does the sleeper cells that have been activated. Well, what we learned with Nashville and prior and the buildup to Nashville, if you haven't seen that film yet, it's on Rumble now. Well, there's no uh, mistake that in all the little adverts they have on YouTube and sign the pledge to support the Sandy Hookers, well, don't think they just did these little adverts and commercial spots for no reason, for no objective, without getting anything in return. Yes, this is their moment to shine. This is the last moment to shine. This is their commensurate 10-year anniversary. That's really 11, but hey, who's counting? Because now we understand what the mechanisms were for the Commonwealth to rid the Commonwealth whether it be Port Arthur in Australia, whether it be the shot up uh, preschool in Scotland, in the UK, was to rid the firearms, rid the self-defense mechanisms. So the overlords, the power structure, well, big pharma can railroad us into their transhumanist future. Well, that's where we're sitting right now as we're just waiting for them to, you know, come in. uh, Well, I guess I should say come and take it because when they do, we're uh, ready to come and deliver So that's what they want. They want, like Eric Holder said, to brainwash Americans to giving up their firearms. Now, I know many of you out there are saying, well, uh, we understand false flags. We uh, we, we totally get it. Uh, They're going to have to uh, break down our door, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they're not worried about you. They're worried in their focus and their concern are the youth that are now coming up in being raised in this culture to not even understand what the Second Amendment or the importance of it is, because those people, that generation, they don't watch programs like these. They don't watch shows like these. They don't understand true 20th century history and why the importance of it is. They're listening to TikTok stars. They're listening to David Hogg, David Hoglet, and all these people. And you're going to see in the Tennessee debacle, in the next segment of just exactly what I mean. They don't understand what conspiracy reality is. They don't understand what Pro is. No, they don't. They only understand what is fed to them and their parents are too busy working or to really care. That's what we got to be worried about because that is the generation that's going to call for not just the confiscation, but the execution of anybody in possessions of self-defense weapons. And then furthermore, if you really want to get into it, that's right, Christians. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. So that's what we have to look forward to as the pandemic war now morphs into the ground war that uh, we were promised from them.
that's just a little memo from yours truly is uh, I'm just really feeling the echoes of 1776 by the day. How about you out there? Yeah, really, do we just feel like uh, just miniature Paul Revere's. And what I think I want to do, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, is towards the end of the show here, I'm, I'm going to open up some lines and uh, I want to get maybe people's take on what, what they see coming down the valley. So that's just me. I'll try to do that in the second half. All right, let's continue here with some real deal headlines on a, another Manic Monday that uh, never seems to end. After such a beautiful weekend, right? Well, here it is, Real Deal Headlines. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I had to uh, wake up, like many of you, to the uh, unfortunate news of uh, covering uh, another contrived, yes, another contrived lone gunman shooter who is now 23 years old, somewhat like the Nashville shooter, uh, no relation, but then again, probably from the same graduating class. Well, now they say five people, including a gunman, was shockingly, who was shockingly live streaming the attack, have been named as those killed in shooting the old National Bank in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky, that's right. An evil, an evil gunman, they say. Uh, armed with a, uh, can you guess what it is? Uh, if you said a musket, you're wrong. If you said a Beretta 22, you're wrong again. Well, it's AR-15 rifle. Well, you don't say. Um, where's the uh, lack of creativity? Oh, it's right in front of us. Well, uh, he opened fire at a Louisville bank earlier today and has been identified as angry former employee Connor Sturgeon, who shot and killed his colleagues. Well, the shooter was live streaming the massacre on Instagram, I'm sure with no uh, interference whatsoever, not even a glitch to be even just hassled with. Well, police have confirmed uh, the following, quote, that it's tragic to know that the incident was out there and captured. Police Chief Jacqueline Gwyn Vitriol, who uh, I'm sure was not tipped off about anything, and this is all new to her. She said five people, including the shooter, were uh, being taken to the hospital for treatment. Now, I, apparently... Uh, there are some deceased victims who are identified. There is about about five of them that are now uh, being reported, and the story's still developing. So maybe to get a little glimpse on this and to uh, add a little twist to it at the end, here's a little clip of uh, how the urine-soaked lamestream media are reporting it uh, and how they're getting it wrong. And once again, I'm getting it right, like many of you out there. Check this out. And then I have a little twist that's going to uh, put the uh, just drag and drag queen of it all as normal, because that's the kind of war we're fighting. Here it is, check it out. Building near the Louisville Slugger Field, witnesses say they heard multiple gunshots during the police response to the situation. Video from the scene shows a large police presence in the downtown area. CBS affiliate WLKY spoke with the husband of an employee inside the bank who said his wife was locked inside the vault as the shooter entered the building. I delivered to the hospitals downtown uh, some of their environmental service product. I got a call from my wife panicking that she was locked in the vault, that there was an active shooter in the building, and called 911. By the time I got a hold of 911, they were already aware of it. I was approaching the scene right as the first officers were approaching the scene. Uh, no time wasted. They attempted to breach the building first. They were unsuccessful on the first breach. They backed off, pushed us back. We got people out of their cars in the middle of the street. Um, and then we saw another round go back into the building. We heard multiple shots, and then everything got quiet. That's when ambulance started arriving, fire. 
really terrifying, and it seems like details are still coming in. Yeah. The police say that the threat has been neutralized. Which is good news, but again, we are here sitting at this anchor desk once again reporting on a mass casualty shooting in the United States of America. Yeah, again, we're here. We don't know why because we can't think for ourselves. Uh, we can't put the pieces together that there just happens to be manifestos and live streamings and rap videos connected to lone gunmen who just use the same weapon for no reason. Uh, they always look like a, a villain from the Batman movies. Well, I guess that means we got to get rid of guns. Isn't that right, Hal? Yeah, that's right, Frank. That's right. I love you. Do we see the contrived acting of the dumbest just specimens that ever fell on Earth that probably just inhabited itself from like Mars by accident. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's our job to like beat their brains in with information, whether they like it or not, because they do it to us. So I have gifts and favors to return. Now, uh, to add to the uh, bizarro, totally uh, typical news here. Well, the bank shooter who has been identified, uh, employee who used he and him pronouns, uh, there is a connection here, I bet you, to Nashville, because it's not that far to my understanding in my geographical uh, geography skills here. Now, what they're also saying is the mainstream, who's now uh, asking for more gun control, uh, Washington State coming up next here. The, I believe there, that there is a connection here with the Nashville situation. Uh, who is, we're talking of the activist form. And you can put it together and you'll see it in part two of the buildup to Nashville in that film that we're coming up. But uh, apparently there was some real firing and real shooting here and real killing. Uh, that's not to be said that that doesn't happen, but the fact that it is happening by who is what we got their number on. That's right. Just like Orlando in the gay nightclub shooting. That's right. That truly happened, but... People won't tell you the truth about it. Why? They always pick the lowest and most controlled areas for these things to happen. Orlando, because it was small, it was controlled. It was supposed to happen in Orlando in uh, Disney World. So continuing on with this now, just like I said, yeah, Washington State. That's right. The beautiful state of Washington over there in the uh, Northwest. Well, as this is happening, the governor of Washington, who just is just, just the CCP's just incredible wet dream that he has become. Well, he's now offered an assault weapons ban. That's right. Uh, the Washington State Senate on this Saturday, before the shooting happened, it's like they didn't know this was going to happen. Just like in the days leading up to Nashville, there was 21 new gun legislations in where? Texas. What are the coincidences of this happening? Can somebody do the math out there and then tell me what pi equals to? Because I still don't know. Well, as this is happening, the so-called assault weapons, the uh, term that Joe Joseph Biden uh, gave us, the uh, creature from uh, Scranton, well, it's called HB124 now, which you're going to see now make its way uh, wayward towards the middle of the country, will make it illegal to sell, transfer, distribute, manufacture, or import a long list of prohibited firearms. Well, the bill bans several broad categories such as AK-47 and AR-15 in all its forms. And the list uh, dozens of specific product lines such as Smith & Wesson, MP-15, and yeah, that's right, Bushmaster XM-15. Well, it also bans the weapons by defining them as semi-automatic center fire rifles. The bill was a, uh, amended by the Senate, and so now it returns Washington House representatives for a final vote. 
So as uh, the the alleged governor of Washington, uh, Gay Ainsley, uh, previously signaled his support by saying, quote, passing an assault weapon ban will be a monumental step forward for Washington state to turn into Beijing, China. P.S. I'm Gay Ainsley, the uh, alleged governor of Washington. Now, so that's what we're learning. Uh, That just really makes me want to uh, go to Washington state and uh, meet the governor, really, and and just uh, have a word with him and then choke him out with his necktie uh, when I'm done. So as I'm saying this, now, uh, just so you see the full picture that I'm uh, trying to paint for you like Bob Ross, well, the FBI says, wait a minute, what about us? Well, now they have a dossier now, the, the, the uh, just Federal Bureau uh, infiltrators. They have a new dossier saying, using terms like, and write this down, quote, based in Chad is a sign of extremism. Sign, I mean, what if your name is Chad? Uh, you know, that's my question. And based, never use that word. Anyways, well, new FBI dossier says that the uh, signs of online extremism that we have to help the FBI fight. That's right. We, you know, they, the FBI says jump, you say how high, and then it just, if they say Chad is bad, then you turn them in. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, that's who's behind a lot of all this. This is who we're fighting, people that are grasping on the straws because they know, just like the IRS, who's in this uh, next story, their days are numbered. They want to be defunded by many. Well, uh, the now uh, the, the base term, Chad, and another one, Stacy, uh, the use of which could end up putting someone on a watch list. In fact, we're all on watch list. Can we just admit that? So it doesn't take much these days, does it? The glossary was obtained by a Freedom of Information Act, a FOIA request by the Heritage Foundation's Oversight Project. And uh, where's the ACLU? Where's the ACLU? The bastions of the Bill of Rights and freedom of speech? Nowhere. No, they're, they're, they're at a drag queen uh, story time party in their basement. So this is now happening using terms uh, like also, here's another one, quote, looks maxing. We'll get you on the FBI list for a, quote, involuntary celibate violent extremism category. My God, is this Jeopardy now? Uh, I'll take that one for uh, nothing. Well, the words or phrases that fit the definition of the involuntary celibate violent extremism, or as uh, the kids call it, the racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism. Well, they're all now included in the new FBI Scrabble word search. Uh, based, in case you're asking what that means, it means something that is agreeable or cool, generally considered to be anti-woke. But according to the FBI, they say, oh, no, it's not uh, a sign that someone has been converted to racist ideology. So that's just a little uh, glimpse of now what they're using, as Rahm Emanuel said, a crisis they don't want to let go to waste. And it's very thoughtful of them, uh, because as we know how these shooter things go. And when I have uh, Jim Fetzer on this week, we'll get into the uh, the just the minute and the minutiae of just how that uh, crisis, that shooting in Kentucky just truly uh, went down, truly went down. Uh, finally here, uh, as I'm now telling you it, the financial realm of the wrap, wrap up smear, as uh, Nancy Pelosi would call it, as this is all happening in the wake of nine, the IRS, the IRS, the uh, internal revenue shysters, well, their chief reveals hiring plan for armed agents and thousands of new auditors. Well, isn't that great? Isn't that great? We can have just a bunch of armed trannies who are now auditing us. 
that is a dream for some. Well, IRS are gearing up to expand audits of middle Americans and just them, for starters, as the weaponization of the government accelerates under Jose Biden. That's right. The IRS commissioner, Daniel Werfel, uh, revealed plans to hire armed agents in the agency's criminal investigations division and thousands more auditors in 2023. We're on a call with uh, reporters just this recent Thursday. Uh, Werfel, Wolfel, uh, explained how the $80 billion earmarked for the IRS is in Jose Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, and it will be well spent in case you had any questions or doubts. Well, Werfel said that the IRS has uh, no plans to increase its criminal investigation, as you call it, which is uh, authorized to carry guns and use lethal force, at least shoot your cat or dog if you don't uh, behave, well, beyond the current level around 2.6 overall. Overall, in the IRS workforce, actually use that. Well, that's still 2% too much. Well, it will stay to its current race. Now, in closing here, the IRS expects to hire about 7,000 reps and 1,500 auditors this year with new money. Uh, yeah, that's right. The new financial reset is coming this summer. And they're getting ready to collect, to collect with armed agents. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? So let me uh, go to this now as uh, that's going to complete our real deal headlines, real deal headlines. That is incredible. It, you know, this is this would be stressful for the average Joe out there, but we're so used to this. We're so used to it. And indeed we are. That's going to bring us to real deal politics. That is right. Real deal politics is now you're going to see Elton Barr come back to the fold here. And there is the view from my courtyard at the Real Deal uh, White House, so they say. Okay, so here it is now. Uh, let's get to Real Deal politics here. Now, Tennessee. I'm going to, th this is, uh, this is going to, well, I get so excited when I talk about Tennessee. This is going to put everything in perspective here. This next video will show you that the Democrats who were on their hind legs, who were on their heels, needed another crisis because they were getting outed for what they are. Uh, it experienced uh, CCP light in, well, I think I hear the echoes. Yeah, that's right, communists. I want you to see this next clip here. Of This is the fight now in Tennessee as the Kalergic plan miniature style has pushed a lot of the blue cities out because there's no work and they come to your neck of the woods. So then they take up your representatives, your, your House of Congress, your state senators. They don't really don't know much other than, uh, well, we got to stop uh, the, the rise of the KKK. That's right. The South shall rise again. We can't let that happen. Check this clip out. Now you'll see the turmoil in Tennessee, and you better believe it's happening in your uh, just very protected red state. This should give you a little glimpse of the, well, the civil war that's now internal as uh, I spotted it. Tennessee, here it is. It is extremely rare to expel a member from the Tennessee House of Representatives. It has happened less than a handful of times since the 1860s. Two weeks ago now, on March 27th, six people were killed at a small private Christian school here in Nashville. The shooter was able to purchase, as police said, guns legally. That tragedy has sparked a lot of debate in Nashville in particular, but across Tennessee of people pushing for stronger gun access laws. On March 30th, when that first wave of thousands of children showed up at the Capitol, they had packed the galleries in the House and they were chanting, they were, you know, being loud as the Speaker of the House was attempting to get the House in session. 
and three Democratic lawmakers at different points during this time walked up to the well, which is what they call where the speaker stands, does his gaveling, controls the session from there. Two of the youngest representatives, they grabbed a, a bullhorn or a megaphone and participated in the chants, led some of the chants. It disrupted the House session. The supermajority is Republican. The legislature moved to expel them. You have the votes to do what you're going to do today. But I want to let you know that when I came to this well, I was fighting for your children and grandchildren too. What I want is attention on the issue of gun violence. But instead, we're here with the resolution you put up talking about expelling me for advocating for ending gun violence in the state of Tennessee. So two of them, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, were expelled. Gloria Johnson was not by one vote. She narrowly avoided being expelled from the legislature. After a lawmaker is expelled, the decision to fill an interim position where there's an open seat falls to the local municipality. A lot of Nashville councilors, uh, city council members, have come out to say they would support reinstating Justin Jones to that role. He was elected not that long ago. So we don't know what's next. I'm going to consult my legal team. The rules of expulsion do not. Yeah, I'm fighting for your kids. We want to disarm them and you and, and protect all the drag queens in America. Yeah, these people don't have a clue. They're useful idiots. Useful idiots. And that's the kind of radicalization they want in your neck of the woods. They want it in the streets. They want to bring it up to your face so you're forced to deal with it. And, and, and ultimately, ultimately, as they circle now the gun owners as the true terrorists of this country, as they're trying to make a two-tier system, if you don't go in the Federal Reserve, uh, just note that they're going to be switching over in the summer and use something else like bricks or whatever, you're going to be deemed a Chad or a Stacy or a domestic extremist terrorist, uh, just word or definition we have yet to discover. And that's what they're going to do. And yes, they want to behead the Christians. That's why they have just guillotines everywhere. I'm surprised we don't have to speak French by now. Do we see how this is? All right, let's continue here as uh, Real Deal Politics is now getting nasty, getting real, real nasty. Uh, because those two guys are just a, just a cosmic view of the type of vitriol and radicalization that's gone on in Washington State which all of Washington state is not even like Seattle. It's incredible. And guess what? Guess who's now back in the fold is Act Blue. That's right. Act Blue, that just wonderful charitable uh, giving organization that was tied to the hip of who? The Black Lives Matter. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were giving all the money that they received from Black Lives Matter donations to who? The CCP light, the former Democrat Party, Act Blue. They're back now in the game and they're enabling more left-leaning, they say, nonprofits, Democratic candidates like you just saw, and progressive groups to raise money for individual donors by the internet and providing them fundraising software. See how this goes here? So ActBlue is now back in the game. And nothing happens to ActBlue because we have a politicized, terrorized intelligence agency in here for a long time, but now it's reached a boiling point where that little whitehead's re just incredibly ready to pop. Well, speaking of that, well, DeSantis, who's now popping, uh, is now pushing the toughest immigration crackdown in the nation. Did you hear about this? Well, this is something to uh, be said. Well, this is coming out of the Tallahassee Dozen or don'tyouknowus.com. Well, led by Governor Ron DeSantis over there in Florida, a Republican presidential ambitious nominee, potentially. 
What a title that is. Well, the Florida legislator is now considering a sweeping package of immigration measures that would represent the toughest crackdown on undocumented immigration by any state in more than a decade. Wow, that's uh, that's a pretty uh, big claim to uh, immigration fame. Well, expected to pass within weeks um, because Republicans have the super majorities in both chambers. Well, the bills are part of uh, DeSantis, of what DeSantis describes as a response to Jose Biden's quote, open borders agenda. Well, what makes you say it's open borders? It's just an open, uh, just area. It's an open living room. It's, I didn't know it was a border. Well, now he's saying that the uncontrolled flow of immigrants to cross into the United States from Mexico is going to meet a major challenge. Now, the bill would expose people to felony charges for sheltering, hiring, and transporting undocumented immigrants, requiring hospitals to ask patients their immigration status and report to the state. Yes, they tried this in California once, as you can imagine, it, uh, well, it was shot down immediately. Well, direct the Florida Department of Law Enforcement to provide assistance to federal authorities. Okay, so now it rings a bell. In 2017, uh, Trump was doing this with ICE. ICE was then chastised by the California uh, Congress in politicos all across the board, its racial profiling. But that's what they want the bird brains of society to think. Now, also separately proposed, it's also going to eliminate the state college tuition for undocumented students and beneficiaries of the Obama era deferred action of childhood arrivals program. Wow, I didn't know that. It, had I known, I would have uh, crossed that border too when I went to college. Well, the new measure also represents the most far reaching, they say, state immigration legislation since 2010 when Arizona, a border state that was the nation's busiest corridor for human smuggling at the time, passed a law requiring uh, police to ask people when they stop them for proof of immigration. So this is a big deal. Uh, what do the critics say? I don't care what the critics say because you know why? I want them under just six feet under. That's what I want. But just to be fair, well, critics warn the bill would sow fear, promote uh, racial profiling and harm Florida's economy. And uh, okay, yeah. What's new? What do you expect them to say? Well, as I'm telling you this, uh, they uh, are now circling around not just the borders that they want to protect and also confiscate your weapons. Well, Bill Barr, the uh, unofficial sister of Elton Barr, or Elton John, as uh, many of us saw, well, now the former U.S. Attorney General, Bill Barr, who is now making the uh, just media circuit, now he's saying that former President Donald Trump is, well, he's likely to be uh, charged in, in, after being indicted for obstruction of justice for the classified documents case. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, uh, Elton Barr. Uh, I thought it was all about Stormy Daniels and uh, unpaid parking tickets. Where, where did the, the uh, documents and obstruction of justice come from? How did this happen? Can you please explain to me? Well, let's take a little trip down Yellow Brick Road here and uh, have Elton Barr explain to us in his most bumbling way possible. What is this all about? What gives? There's at least three other criminal cases. You have the two brought by the special prosecutor, the case in Georgia, you know, January 6th, classified documents, obstruction of justice. What, what do you think, uh, if you were advising uh, the former president, which obviously you're not, which, which would you be most concerned about? I'd be most concerned about the document case in Mar-a-Lago, uh, because from what I can see, uh, and, and, you know, the... Uh, 
when it when it first came out, a lot of Republicans manned the ramparts and were dumping all over the FBI and the government. And as the facts have come out, as I suggested when I spoke about it, the FBI was opposed to conducting the search. They weren't involved in launching the search. But also, uh, those steps were taken after a long period, about a year and a half, of trying to get the documents from him, which he had no claim to. He had no claim to those documents, especially the classified documents. They belonged to the government. And so I think he was checking the government around, and they subpoenaed it. And they tried to jawbone him uh, into delivery of the documents, but the government is investigating the extent to which games were played, and there was obstruction in keeping the documents from them. And I think that's a serious uh, potential case. I think they probably have some very good evidence there. Yes, yes. What what a great uh, great point, uh, Bill Barr. Thank you very much, Bill Barr. You just worthless human being, you. Anyways, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Well, Trump is a uh, political candidate, as you know, that's no secret. And he's talking about some things which, well, nobody else is truly talking about. Maybe DeSantis, but that's a uh, different book I'm not willing to read. Well, now Donald Trump has asked multiple policy advisors to draw up, quote, battle plans to deal with Mexican cartels as he aims to return to the White House in 2024, Rolling Stone reported. Now, while still in office, he threatened terrorism designations for drug gangs operating across the border. And let me just add to here, um, when we're talking about cartels, when we're talking about the Mexican cartels who have, who are basically the government of the so-called friendly state uh, beneath the U.S. over there, below the U.S., Mexico, that they have the semi-automatic, fully automatic weapons. They're the ones who are in the dealings with the Pelosi's, with the Obamas. They're the ones doing the child trafficking, the fentanyl dropping. These are the the unofficial dark-winged end of the deep state. So there's what do we expect them to do? What, Mexico's going to clean up the city and, and just get rid of the cartels? This is a military operation. We have the modern-day ISIS right there south of the border. Well, staffers have now uh, presented the former president, they say, with multiple plans, some of which involve unilaterally military action and U.S. troop deployments in Mexico. Wow. Well, I'm not even psychic. It's just very intuitive. Well, uh, one potential option was outlined in October 2022 uh, for the Center of Renewing America, a think tank closely aligned with Trump and his uh, movement, they say. Well, they, it's titled, quote, it's time to wage war on transnational drug cartels. Don't ask me what the acronym is because it's rather long, but the document calls on the next Republican administration to launch an armed attack on drug traffickers and more south of the border, citing, quote, the mounting bodies of dead Americans from fentanyl poisoning. Oh, yeah. So that is very popular with many people in the southern states. A lot of people who live on the coast don't truly understand, but uh, they're like, well, is Trump a just non-factor at this point? Well, he was recently made an appearance at the UFC, which you would think he would get booed. Well, in this little clip here, well, it seems to be quite the opposite as we round up our real deal politics.
Well, he seems very popular. Isn't that something special? Anyways, uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Now, when we come back here, and I'm going to set it up here, in Real Deal International, I just got some word on some breaking news coming out of Australia. You don't want to miss this. I think this is going to set the standard and the gold bar going forward throughout the Commonwealth, and it really says a lot about where we are in the pandemic war, hence why they want to change the narrative now and the focus to guns, lone shooters, and trans very important. And it started in Australia. So this next uh, story, when we come back, we're going to get into that. Also, uh, I'm going to touch upon the China military uh, just debacle and conflict that is brewing over there in Taiwan. We're going to do some major wargaming on what that really entails. Yes, because uh, they would just love a war to just completely whitewash everything that we have uh, noticed, seen, exposed. Yes, from time to time here. Also, when we get back, uh, in addition to that, major, major Ukraine intelligence doc leak could be worse for the U.S. government since Snowden. Oh, you don't say. That's coming up next. You don't want to miss that. Plus some information on BRICS, Poland, who says no to bugs, and the Dalai Lama, uh, well, <laughs> Tibetan tongue gate is now a thing. You don't want to miss. Plus food demic and more. When we get back here at uh, Real Deal Media's finest late night show, World at War. I will see you after these quick messages. Don't go anywhere because this is war. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. John Brennan, who was the head of the CIA uh, at the time, was a registered communist in the 1970s, and he's a Wahhabi Islamist. This is the Communist Manifesto. This is the Communist Manifesto. I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. Americans, I'm afraid of the world. 
do my own story time now. I'm going to do my own story time. I, I figured if the ugliest Lucio Ball drag queen from hell can do it, why can't Dean Ryan? Why can't Dean Ryan do his story time for kids? So I wrote a book over the weekend, uh, just in case you were wondering, and it, here it is. Uh, you're the first to see it. It's now called Drag Queen Pinata, Tolerance for the Mexican Tradition by Dean Ryan. And that's Drag Queen Pinata, Tolerance for the Mexican Tradition by Dean Ryan. And I'm telling you, um, I think it's going to be a big hit. And I'm talking about the uh, hit that little Timmy's going to be doing. But uh, I think it's going to be a just marvelous success. In fact, I even uh, hired Lucio Ball to be the first hit and be the actual pinata. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's going to be my story time for the kids. Who knew I had an inner children's author inside me? Right? Right? I mean, that's diversity, isn't it? I think so. The following message has been brought to you by the Gorka Institute of Science Research and Development. We now present you Easter greetings from Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Greetings, real Diomedia parishioners. This is the great Dr. Gorka, and I'm leaving Easter. Message for all of you. I hope that you have had a very happy Easter. I know I have. I've heard my ham sandwiches and my my devil eggs because I'm quite devilish, aren't you? Aren't you? I'm a gogo. I'm a gogo. Anyways, I want to wish all of you a very special happy Easter for my family and yours. Tutors, <laughs> Gorka out. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to World at War. Welcome back, everyone. Hope your uh, lobby visit was well. Yes, and I got to thank the great, the great and wonderful, splendid Dr. Uh, Sebastian Gorka for his wonderful Easter greetings uh, for everybody here tonight and for the members. Hopefully, uh, you found that well. Also, if you didn't know uh, and you didn't hear, well, he also knows things, too, which you can get... Uh, a limited time only. These are selling out really fast. And I got to tell people too, is uh, the store, uh, we're going to add some new things as well, but this is a question too. Is anyone else experiencing U.S. postal office uh, issues out there? Uh, we are experiencing that as well, not just the store. I thought it was regional. Uh, for instance, I got a piece of, uh, well, I got a letter I was expecting over a month ago. Uh, it arrived a week ago. And I'm waiting on another uh, piece of mail that is well over a week late. So, I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. didn't know if it was just me. And I don't think it is because there's some uh, serious issues happening with the U.S. Postal uh, Services. Anyways, thank you very much. And you can go to realdealmedia.tv for a store to purchase all these wonderful new items. And, uh, yes, get the World at War support and the effort here. Your uh, purchase fuels the operation Sure to use promo code SPRING23. All right, we have a lot to get to here. So we now get back to business and again to Real Deal International. And I'll tell you, 
you know, if we're not paying attention one one uh, part of the world, there's something else that's happening where everybody's looking, and that's how I see it. As Real Deal International has always, always told us. So that's going to bring us to well, you guessed it, you smelt it, you dealt it, and that's China. Of course, it's China. It's always China. China is the reason, and not necessarily uh, for the season. Well, now China and Taiwan are now ramping up their rhetoric. In why shouldn't they? Well, China's military is quote ready to fight after drills near Taiwan. Drills near Taiwan. Well, China's military has now declared this Monday, today, today, or if you're watching this later, yesterday. That it's quote ready to fight after completing three days of a large-scale combat exercise around Taiwan. Well, it simulated the sealing off of the island in response to Taiwan's president's trip to the U.S. last week. That's right. Well, they said the quote uh, combat readiness patrols named Joint Steward, excuse me, Joint Sword. Well, are these uh, other just? terms by the FBI that are banned or should be. Well, anyways, joint sword uh, were meant as a warning to self-governing Taiwan that China claims as its own. They said, that's right. Uh, the theater's troops are ready to fight at all times and can fight at any time, resolutely smash any form of Taiwan independence of foreign interference attempts, it said Monday. Well, they said that this exercise goes to show that uh, not only were they conducted by us, China, but uh, we are the new dawn. We are the new world power, and Taiwan will be ours very soon. And, for example, they said, well, look at Washington State. Ask them. Now, this missile strike on targets in the seas around Taiwan in retaliation also when Speaker, former Speaker, I should say, Nancy Pelosi, the tells from the Crypt Keeper, visited Taiwan but have been smaller and less disruptive. Now, in their defense, I'm defending China if I knew Nancy Pelosi was coming to my country, I would fire everything I had. I would not want that. So I do understand that. Well, now, uh, kind of in closing, the Chinese actions follow President Xi Ingwen's uh, delicate, excuse me, President Xi Ingwen, Xi Ingwen, delicate mission to shore up Taiwan's dwindling diplomatic alliances in Central America and boost its U.S. support, a trip capped with sensitive meeting around Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House. Isn't that sweet and special? I thought so, too. Well, as I'm telling you this, uh, and I'll get to Australia in a second, well, there's now something big that I must uh, talk about here. It's the Ukraine intelligence document link. They're saying this is going to make Edward Snowden's document link look just like a little Hardy Boys book. And I said, all right, I'm going to hold you to that because I'm a fan. Well, a group of U.S. intelligence documents dealing with the Ukraine war and other global matters apparently leaked through online gaming forums, as they should, has been dismissed as fake by some in both Ukraine and Russia media. But it's apparently being taken seriously elsewhere. That's right. Uh, up to 100 pages of a secret U.S. intelligence report has now leaked into the public, not bathrooms, but the domain in what was once called the newspaper, citing an intelligence commentator, said it could be, quote, the biggest since Edward Snowden, who leaked thousands of documents in 2013 after he became concerned with the ethical implications of Western intelligence activities, as, as we all are. That was at the time when, uh, you know, we were saying, oh, PM me changed to DM me. So went from private message to direct message me just uh, to 
uh, refresh your whistle there. Well, as reported by Brad Burton News, the authenticity of the new group leaked of documents, which deal predominantly with the military assessments of the Ukraine war, but also purport to reveal U.S. spying on allies, including who? Yeah, South Korea and Israel, just to name a few, well, has previously been disputed. Yet, it also appears to have been taken seriously by observers of the Western intelligence, even in the Pentagon and the Justice Department in the U.S., said nothing, have said nothing to the uh, claim of any such uh, propagated documents that have been leaked. In fact, it doesn't exist until, well, CNN tells us. Well, establishment-adjacent news outlets like the CIA News Network, aka CNN, and papers such as the Washington Compost and the New York Times, which was first to report of the emergence of these documents on social media, well, they have now gone a little quiet, uh, and sources are treating the documents as, quote, appear to be legitimate intelligence and operational briefs, but uh, don't uh, tell anyone we had this convo. So it, it kind of goes back into... Uh, the pipeline. You had you had Victoria Newland, the bloodthirsty war whore, that old battle axe who uh, was saying, "Oh no! First of all, uh, there's no such thing as bio labs in Ukraine. Oh, you don't believe that, do you?" Then it became, "Okay, well, so there are bio labs in Ukraine, but you don't want the Russians to have that, do you?" Well, do you, Dean? I'm Victoria Newland. I drink blood. And then it was, well. Obviously, that Russia blew up their own pipeline and uh, damaged their own way of uh, profiting to hurt Germany. Uh, we didn't do it. Then it became, okay, so we did it, but you know what? We have to strike Russia. You, you want to beat the Russian, don't you? You don't want Drago to win, don't you? Do we see how this game is? It's like we've been here before. We're not even experts. We're just people who just have a little memory, you know, like a pigeon. All right. So, uh, yeah, the U.S. State Department, there's uh, S and bricks on this one. And to further my point, this was a little uh, clip sent to me by our very own Inspector Cates. It's about a 20 second clip. You could see the fear that's setting in uh, with the State Department official here. I think his name's Blinken. Uh, he begins to sweat and starts to blink. Uh, yeah, they're worried because this lays it all out to attack Russia, and they don't want that out there. We got them. Again, without confirming the validity of the documents, this is information that has no business in the public domain. It has no business, if you don't mind me saying, uh, on the pages of, uh, of uh, front pages of, of newspapers or on television. It is not intended for public uh, consumption, uh, and it should not be out there. Yes, it should not be out there. When the WikiLeaks came out in 2016, uh, you had Jake uh, Tapeworm saying, this is not for the public to read. We will tell you what's said in the uh, WikiLeaks here at CNN. Me and my colleague, Don Lemon. Remember this? It's like history just repeating itself not even that long ago. All right, continuing with uh, Real Deal International, as the documents begin to leak, well, so does the importance and the true economic weight of, that's right, BRICS. Now, if uh, you were just a card-carrying member of The Economist and only uh, just watched a healthy diet of CNN, PMS, NBC, and occasionally Fox News when no one's looking, well, then you might have missed the emergence and the importance of something called bricks. And I don't mean the brick oven pizza that uh, we're Americans are used to and accustomed to hearing. Well, I'm talking about the new uh, developing nations now, I could say. 40% of the world's population that have gone behind this economic powerhouse that has been silent here in, I should say, North America in the West. 
while it is now emerging and rising faster than before. It's coming out of RT, Russia Today. While the BRICS group, uh, compromising of world's five major developing economies, has overtaken a group of seven. That's right, the G7. That's the G7. That's where Klaus Schwab and all them hang out and making limoncellos. Well, they're now making a larger share of global gross domestic products, GDPs, based on purchasing uh, parities, data compiled by the Acorn Macro Consulting Firm and a UK-based microeconomic research firm shows. Good. Just how I like it. According to the findings, the blocks of BRICS now include uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, which now contributes to 31.5% of the world's GDP. That is huge. Let that sink in here. So we have this shadow government that's been running the U.S., We have a shadow government running uh, just the entire UK and the entire Canadian um, just population that are silent on this. And what they're going to do is they're going to try to pretend this doesn't exist and just march their people, the the, uh, certain percentage of Americans who are not awake, the Canadians, the uh, people on the dole in the UK. They're going to march all those people into the central lies banking solution coming up in July, or as we call it here, uh, what is it called? Fed now that starts in July, the new cashless currencies as this is now emerging, which is pretty much half the world. Well, the gap between the two groups is expected to grow. They say China and India are experiencing robust economic growth right now. Interesting. Earlier this year, Russian foreign uh, foreign minister, Sergei Larvov, said that, quote, more than a dozen nations have expressed an interest in joining BRICS, including, but not to to say the least, Algeria, Argentina, Bahrain, Bangladesh, Indonesia, Iran, Egypt, Mexico, Nigeria, Pakistan, Sudan, Syria, Turkey, and the United Emirates, and Venezuela. Meanwhile, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Bangladesh have uh, acquired equity in the new development bank of BRICS. That is a huge, huge thing. Now, this is very important in closing here. More recently, uh, Putin, the Russian president, suggested that the use of the Chinese yuan in transaction with BRICS allies and other international partners in Asia, well, it's not a bad thing. You see, why use the enemy's currency, they say? This is a big deal. Now, you might have caught Mexico. This is also a big deal. Uh, Mexico joining BRICS is a big deal for the fact that Mexico, for the longest time, economically, cartels aside, have been posturing not just towards China, but to be part of the G7. This is a big win for BRICS if they're now getting countries who are on the verge of joining the G7, which are the Klaus Schwab's, to join them. We're talking uh, Venezuela, who you have the Russian military over there guarding their gold. They're getting paid in gold. You have Mexico, who wanted to be part of the G7. Could we see, in closing here, my question for the audience, could we see uh, a not just breakup of the United States, which is going to be caused by destabilization in a two-tier uh, society, but if and when that happens, will c- countries now, who are going to be called Texas, Florida, Tennessee, uh, other uh, Alabama, and other countries of the South, California said they were their own nation state, are they going to choose which side of history they're going to be on? Are they going to be part of BRICS? I would say, yes, they will be. Yes, they will be. And don't count out Hawaii, who uh, just want out of the U.S. as well. But unfortunately, 
I'm not sure how that's going to look with their robust <laughs> welfare economy. Uh, continuing uh, with Real Deal International, <clears throat> as I uh, promised here, as this is happening now in Australia, I'm going to go to Australia. Uh, this is a breaking news item that just crossed and grazed my uh, hallways here, which I didn't know about. Maybe it's not known to others, but sometimes these things fall through the cracks. It's our job to, well, shed some light on them. Now, this is called a bombshell. AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca, the COVID miracle jab is now no longer available to Australians. Well, isn't that a shame? All those miracle jab uh, lobbyists and lovers out there, they just wanted their five, six, seventh booster. Wow. Tell it, it better be a good excuse. What is it now? Well, the AstraZeneca uh, COVID-1984 miracle jab has now been linked to a very rare but serious side effect that has been quietly discontinued for use in Australia. Well, the Federal Health Department over there in Australia has now uh, informed quietly, quietly, have now informed and confirmed that March, uh, that from the March 20th batch, I should say, sold under the brand name of Vax, uh, Vaxzevria, will no longer be available to Australians. Well, the Deakin University Chair of Epi uh, Epidemiology, uh, Professor Catherine Bennett, told the Daily Mail that uh, Australia, it, its removal was expected. It had already uh, superseded by the um, amount of miracle jabs we were intending to kill people, I mean, help people with. It was really only left available for this long for people who had early doses of AstraZeneca and, and maybe just felt like taking some more. Professor Bennett. Well, Professor Bennett. Well, Professor Bennett. Not only are you trying to just S and rain on my parade, Professor Bennett. What we're going to do to you, Professor Bennett, is uh, I'm going to get my own AstraZeneca and I'm going to just shoot it in your AstraZeneca. Uh, until I feel that I'm done and I feel protected from communism. That's right, because uh, Real Deal Media is working with uh, the just wonderful, just incredible scholars out there to create a vaccine that's going to rid us of communism. And Professor Bennett is in, she's in row number one to get the first round of that. Isn't that something? So uh, Australia is, um, I don't know if you knew, but uh, you don't have to take AstraZeneca anymore. Doesn't that say something? Now, think about the batches that they're not willing to admit that are bad. They're, they're like not saying, oh, shit, um, yeah, we, uh, that wasn't really what you thought it was. Think about those ones, the ones you're not hearing about, the ones where it's too late and it was already used on the old people. And they're just saying, well, you know, as happens, see how that is? Okay, so finally here, before we go to a, a special segment here, I'm very proud of Poland for many reasons. I'm proud of Poland that they uh, told the truth about the gas pipeline, the Nord Stream pipeline, just months and months ago. Uh, and also saying that, uh, no, 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 Russia didn't shoot uh, missiles at us and attack us. No, that was Ukraine. Uh oh, they got punished. Well, now the Polish uh, MP proposes, get this, and I love it. It's called a quote, anti-bug law to require labels on insect-containing foods. That's right. Well, Poland may join Italy and Hungary in an effort to protect its people from the Globalist Insect Food Initiative. Uh, it sounds like a sci-fi movie, but it's now science fact. Well, a Polish deputy agriculture minister has proposed the anti-bug law, which would require all food products containing insects to labeled with special warnings. Uh, what an inconvenience. Uh, some more things I have to read. Well, the move by the member of the ruling Conservative Party 
because, you know, everyone's now conservative that has a, just at least half a brain. Well, amid accusations that if progressive opposition parties in power are now going to push, let me guess, the liberals are going to push the Orwellian eat bugs campaign to restrict the consumption of traditional meat. Well, well, dried millworm larvae and powdered crickets are just amongst the many uh, fine succulent features and meals that you can be having in the new Eat Bugs campaign and initiatives. Well, they're just among the many delicacies out there. Well, the opposition of this, they're saying this is not new food that we want. This is why they say a united Poland has uh, initiated the preparation of legal regulations following the examples of Hungary, which I love, in Italy as well. And those are the three countries too, if I might add. As I might add, I feel like these just dirty story. But here, let me add this here as we finish off um, Real Deal International. Thank you, Poland. Poland, Italy, Hungary. Poland, Italy, Hungary. No matter what they're saying and uh, posturing publicly, Poland and, and uh, Italy, ultimately, they have a pact. It's my belief that they have a pact with Viktor Orban of Hungary. Hungary is going to be the catalyst to break up and shake up the EU and preparing ultimately for the greater ground war of this World War III, of this pandemic war that we, we're now seeing. And Italy is going to follow. Once, once Hungary leaves, once Hungary leaves, Italy, Poland follow. Then, then we have the Fourth Reich right where we want them. This is a worldwide effort now because you have Russia, you have China with their submarines, their special forces. They're aiming to capture this, this Fourth Reich that we've been chasing to, to a degree since 1945. Can you believe it? Anyways, on Unreal, which now that's going to take us to the Tibetan tongue gate, that is quite alarming, confusing, and very, very disturbing. Well, like many of you, I, uh, you probably grew up hearing on the odd occasion about the Tibetan monks and the freedom and the fight for Tibetan. And with that came a, sort of a Pope-like figure over the years called the Dalai Lama. That's right. The Dalai Lama has been a lovable character, a lovable figure of the religious relics out there for many, many decades, admired and just relished by many across the world. Well, now people are saying, well, we might want to take that back as this time he things are getting a little weird. Yeah, that's right. A little weird. Well, Dalai Lama, who is now 87 years old, is apologizing after kissing a young boy on the lips. Just that alone right there when I just uh, shared with you should be an apology. Well, wait, there's more. Well, asking the child to, after that, and I have a video to follow, he asked the child to, quote, suck his tongue in a bizarre interaction captured on video at a charity event in India. The footage that you're about to see will capture the unsettling interaction between the boy and the spiritual leader. <laughs> this is disturbing. And it's also has sparked widespread outrage uh, around the world, Tibetan Buddhist leader's office issued an apology today in response to the criticism. I mean, oh, good. I feel better now. Okay, so check this video out. You're going to see the boy is very shaky. Uh, and I'm going to take this off here. That, that's, well, let me rephrase my words. I want that out. Watch this here, because this is another microcosm of things to come as the prestige, the institutions, and the beloved, the golden calves of our uh, 20th century are now falling into their waste bin. And this is just yet another example of what happens when you give all your power away to a uh, guy named Dolly. Check this out. Korea.
That's terrible, isn't it? Isn't that just terrible? I mean, but but there's an apology. There's an apology. Don't we see? Can't we, can't we understand? Uh, was, was he not aware that the cameras were on? Does he care? Is that just a normal Tibetan thing to do? I'm a uh, yeah. It's probably worse. And if I can add, because I usually do, um, let's not forget the stunning and staggering and just foul photos we saw of him in the Pizza Gates from years ago. I had that picture somewhere, but uh, I'm not going to find it now. Anyways, that shoots us over now to Food Demic. Food Demic. This is uh, one of those stories that we brought to you last week, but you still need to know as a little follow up now will entail. Well, if you remember the uh, just incredible uh, report by Greg Reese, and he did a fine job at that. And if you don't, I want to play a few seconds of it because it really sets up what we're about to get in as the cattlemen and cattle, I should say, all around the country are now ready to not just indoctrinate us uh, to eat crickets and all these other just fine delicacies on the new menus, but no, they want to uh, inoculate our cattle with the mRNA technology. Can you believe it? Well, if you need a little refreshers course, here's a, just about a 30-second clip of what I'm talking about because now I have a major, major follow-up to the story. It's going to um, put some things in perspective. Uh, Greg Reese, tell us. The genetic editing of plants to contain edible vaccines is well underway. Work is being done with bananas, potatoes, tomatoes, lettuce, rice, wheat, soybeans, and corn. Companies like Medicago are using gene editing to turn plants into mini bioreactors. Medicago's manufacturing facility looks like a nursery, but inside these plants, they're growing a new kind of vaccine. The technology is called a virus-like particle. At Medicago, we use a careful step. So you get the picture, you remember. So those are the plants they want not just to feed you, but their own cattle. So this is what's coming our way. Now, here's a little follow-up now. We have a cattleman's group denies 
the mRNA miracle jabs in U.S. beef supply. But Congress, however, but Congress now, however, now removed, <clears throat> excuse me, Congress has now removed the country of origin labeling for beef imports in China has already experimenting with the mRNA technology on livestock notes. So let me just uh, try to translate what I just uh, shared with you here. Uh, so what the uh, Congress now has done, the Congress who has money invested in miracle jabs, that's why they want this pandemic, they want to get rid of the labeling for beef imports that are definitely doing the inoculations in their cattle. As we buy, you buy a steak, you go to the grocery store, you buy a steak for uh, 15 bucks. Well, that steak could have been from Macau, China. How do you know? How do you know? Because this is now happening. They're already experimenting with the milk. Now, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, the NCBA, released a statement last week denying that the U.S. cattle are receiving the COVID mRNA shots. In a brief uh, statement he just made, well, he said that the uh, correcting the Internet falsehoods about the uh, miracle jabs in the cattle, I need to come out finally. A uh, national cattleman's spokesperson said, well, he said that there are no current mRNA miracle jabs licensed for use in beef cattle in the U.S. He said cattle farmers and ranchers do miracle jab cattle to treat and prevent many diseases, but uh, present presently none of these miracle jabs include the mRNA technology. Yeah, those are the ones we're going to buy overseas. Don't you get it? Well, but this doesn't necessarily mean there are no mRNA product in the beef. There won't be in the future, they say. Well, attorney Thomas Renz, who is rendering the moment here, warned that since Congress removed the country of labeling of on beef imports, that the U.S. beef supply could already be tainted with mRNA product from the likes of China and other countries. Isn't that just great? Let's find out who those Congress people are, please. Like right now, uh, I have uh, axe to grind. So this is now happening. In closing, even the Texas Department of Agriculture Commissioner, Sid Miller, addressed it. And he said, this is just falsehoods. What are you talking about? And, you know, a little mRNA ain't going to kill you. <laughs> and, what, you know, what does he care? You know, he'll be alive and you'll be dead. So that's how that one is, and that's how the food-demic is now shaping up and out. Well, uh, if you were hungry before, I, now I'm just all of a sudden full. Uh, I think I won't be eating meat for a while, I guess. Anyways, I don't know. It's just uh, They're trying to just get us in every which way they can, and we're just remaining like Rocky, steadfast to the last round, which brings us to real deal tech. And the tech industry is booming, just like the war and our fallacies and falsehoods that uh, we are being protected by people that love us. Well, now the FBI is now, uh, who also loves us and don't think otherwise, so the FBI is now warning people against using public phone charging stations. Absolutely. And uh, you, you might have seen them in airport, uh, airports, uh, public uh, places, people go to just charge and there's a whole counter there. Well, the FBI is now warning consumers about juice jacking. Uh, that That's they're warning consumers about, quote, juice jacking. It's called juice jacking. That made their list uh, for the 2023 bad words of the year. One of the uh, seven dirty words, they say, where bad actors use public chargers to infect phones in devices with malware. Indeed. Well, the law enforcement agency, they say, the uh, alleged law enforcement agency says consumers should avoid using public chargers at malls, airports, and stick to their own USB cables and charging plugs. 
Okay. They also uh, also warned too. If, uh, while I'm at it, uh, the FBI also warned consumers against using free public charging stations, saying crooks have managed to hijack with jacking Jews public chargers that can infect devices with malware software that can give hackers access to your phone, phone, tablet, and computer. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? They say avoid using charging stations at all costs in airports, hotels, and shopping centers. Bad actors, uh, not to be confused with us, they say, have always figured out ways to uh, use these USB ports to introduce all sorts of malware and viruses. In fact, so many, we don't even know how many there are. And quite frankly, we stop caring. Well, consumer devices with compromised USB cables can be hijacked virtually anywhere, they say, through software that can siphon off usernames, passwords, and all those dirty pictures you would hope to God never get out to a public consumption. Isn't that something I just, uh, at least they care about my phone, because they probably are the ones who want to give their jacking juice. Well, thank you, uh, FBI, the tech department, or is there called over there, the geek squad over there in the FBI? At least, you know, everyone has one. Well, finally here. Finally, and um, some say not soon enough, uh, that's going to bring us to one of those segments that um, I have longed to uh, get to the bottom of, and I've pr been promising, as I have been promised, and I will, that's right, will bring us to, well, there it is, that's Jean Simone. Is it? Who, who exactly is that? Oh, yeah, okay, that's the other Gene Simmons. Anyways, well, this story here, it kind of deals with Real Deal Showbiz. We've been hearing about the big bombshell that's going to be dropped by former uh, Kiss guitarist Ace Frehley and his, um, well, conquest to not just get an apology from Gene Simmons and, more importantly, uh, Paul Stanley, which never came, as Paul Stanley did call and say, uh, screw you. Well, some things began to leak and you could really uh, attribute to what I'm about to show you as I've been searching for the bombshell uh, over the course of two weeks now. It can show you the depravity of a big conglomerate like KISS, which is, I, I would rest assured, is uh, <laughs> not just happening in the KISS empire. Well, in my, con in my own conquest to find out what is the big bombshell that uh, Ace Frehley would say wreck the entire KISS foundation, well, I think this might be it right here. Well, Gene Simmons sued along with Ace Freely by Rachel Gordon for $35 million for sexual battery and palimony. That's right. This is from a few years back. San Diego, California, Rachel Gordon, the wife of Ace Freely and the owner of Space Ace Music Incorporated, is suing Paul Daniel Ace Freely for $10 million in San Diego Superior Court. Gene Simmons is also being sued for sexual battery and damages for $25 million in a related suit stemming from occurrences since January 2018. Very interesting. Are we talking about some of the biggest and most uh, egregious sexual uh, grievances and misappropriation uh, of, of not just funds, but uh, you know, limbs, hands, posteriors, anyways. So I think uh, that gives you a little glimpse on the depravity of the KISS world and many other conglomerates out there. Anyways, uh, I'm going to uh, look over there and rumble before we go, as many people have uh, really continued the effort to support our fight for the First Amendment here as we are in the fight of our lives here. Many of you have uh, become members, and we thank you for that. You could still do so at this time. But um, yeah, realdealmedia.tv forward slash membership. I'm going to look here in the uh, rumbles. Uh, a lot of people are talking about becoming vegetarians. 
you know, but they're putting in the plants too. It's one or the other. It's, it's almost everything, right? As we now see, they're not, uh, when you buy a banana, you buy an apple, it's not going to say from Mexico anymore. They want to get rid of labels. And, you know, this also illustrates why Mike Adams was trying to get the GMO label uh, warnings uh, just a number of years ago, about a decade ago, if you recall. Uh, we have some other people here. Um, yeah, uh, Karen Peterson says the voting machines are safe. Arg. Well, exactly, Karen. Uh, if there's still voting machines, who are we voting for and why are we voting? We know what the ultimate game plan here is. We know what the ultimate solution is. We know what the ultimate solution is. Uh, yes, vodka diets. Uh, we have Touche saying get to know your farmer. Oh, yes, we should. We should totally get to know our farmers. We should totally get to know our farmers. Uh, we also have, okay, there are, here's uh, from Vladimir Novichok saying there are oh, 2 million media channels and everything you do is film, criticized, and people are becoming fake because they're scared of being criticized. Like it's a bad taste or is it just a bit of fun? Uh, film criticized and people are becoming fake because they're scared of being criticized. I'm not sure I follow uh, Vladimir. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, it's a very saturated uh, market, I, I would assume. Everybody that can turn on a uh, tableture or phone, I guess, has a show. I'm not sure. It's a wild, wild west for sure. Uh, also, yes. And I agree, yeah, the, the flirtation with the Dalai Lama and the young boy, that was beyond unsettling. And it goes to show uh, what the religious figures on that level, the world leaders too, if you want to add Biden and all these different people, what they're doing, and very callous too, right in front of your face, saying, okay, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to try to get us legally? Okay, that's not going to work. Interesting. Yes. I can't, I, I, when I saw that, I couldn't believe it. Then again, I could, it could. Okay. All right. And then finally, and yeah, people, you know, there's a lot of good vegetarian things. If you do want to become a, a vegetarian out there, as we're getting spammed right now by real hacker, man, we just got spammed. Mm. Yes. We just got spammed big time by Real Hacker Man 123 who I hope um, has his throat slit, just for me. Well, they even have it on uh, Rumble, too. They even have it on Rumble. Okay, so anyways, I'm going to get out of that. All right, we're going to end it there, and that's going to bring us to... It's going to bring us to final... One of my final thoughts now is um, find real hacker man one two three and uh, bust his nose, please. Somebody, anyways. Okay, my final thought is as uh, the war now expands here domestically, it's the same play. Uh, we're going to try to follow this uh, lone gunman as the legislation is now ready to be signed and inked and signed all over the country here by more than willing, more than eager participants, governors city council people who want 
to further not just the erosion of the liberties of the United States and the Americans, but also to further erode the capabilities and accessibilities to defend the greatest minority in the world, and that's the individual. So as uh, we are now just monitoring this, and we are now coming to that uh, conclusion worldwide here in about three months, uh, we can feel it. We heard the uh, whispers and the echoes of the uh, EMPs. We've heard uh, the ground rumblings of the trans-Tifa. We hear the injustice in the judicial going after Donald Trump for a Stormy Daniels, which that was just to get him in the door. Since you're here, let me just pile it on. If injustice in the judicial, we see that coming to a headway within a hot summer that's now looming. So we have to be prepared for more lone gunmen. Don't buy the hype. Don't fear the reaper. Because at the end of the day, they fear, they, they, they who try to erode us, fear the ultimate militia in the world, the ultimate heavy-handed, packing, armed to the teeth, smarter than hell militia in the world. That's the American people. Fully armed, fully capable of this ground militia war they want to bring to our shores, our cityways, our communities, and right up in our front door up in our grill. So that's why they fear the American people. Because there's over 30 million gun owners in the United States. And I have, I have reason to believe it's more than that. So when it all comes down to it, they can sign legislation. They can get their lone gunmen and continue the Eric Holder Obama plan as much as they like and their executive orders. But it really comes down to non-compliance and non-recognizing a domestic terrorist enemy in our own borders, and that's the people occupying the federal government in certain levels of it. In state, too, if we want to get really uh, thrifty. We have bad actors, as the FBI says. No, 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 not the people paying the tax codes. We have bad actors who are legislating in giving us their policy that has been handed to them, spoon-fed to them, pampered to them from the World Economic Forum. So as uh, Dalai Lama tells that poor young kid to suck his tongue, I uh, want to tell the powers that be to, well, to suck our barrel, as we have a little surprise for you when you do. So that's my final thoughts. So with that said, I, I want to thank everybody uh, who has uh, tuned in here. I'll be returning here tomorrow night with more surprises this week as the electrifying news begins to ignite as well. So does Real Deal Media and so does World at War. So for Jim Fatzer, who should be with us tomorrow night, and uh, Aaron Cates and all of us here at uh, Real Deal Media, I'm Dean Ryan thanking you for tuning in uh, tonight, sharing a bit of your late night. And always remember, always remember, everybody, to stay tuned and stay awake. It's getting hot, and we were born for these times. So, good night, everybody. Good night.